Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The producers of this podcast recognize the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. I, like you, want to live in a world free of dickheads. (laughs) Just imagine it, if you will. A world where people let you get out of the lift before they start trying to get in. (laughs) When I was young, and it feels weird saying that because I've always felt about 75, um, I had a dickhead boss. She didn't like this email I sent her. So she came storming out of her office and in front of everyone leans over my cubicle and just goes, I don't like your tone. So I pushed my chair back and I stood up. And I just went, oh, I don't like yours either. So I guess we're even. (laughs) I didn't want that job anyway. The the point is, you've got to always be on your guard because they're everywhere. Like if you look to your left. (laughs) And to your right. Good chance one of them's a dickhead. (laughs) If they look all right, probably you. Chris Ryan is a 47-year-old mother of teenagers and former journalist who grew up in India and lives in Canberra. So, of course, she's now a comedian. She's an absolute joy to listen to and, frankly to look at too. In a crowded field, she may have the best unruly hair in comedy. Sorry, Husey. She's currently touring her new show, Big Hair, Big Dreams, around Australia, and there's a link to her website in the show notes where you can hopefully buy some tickets to see her somewhere near you. That's chrisryancomedy.com. I'm Michelle Laurie, and this is Calm Your Farm, Tips and tricks for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. 
I know that you know that 2020 was a very challenging year for performers and Chris Ryan is no different. Let's hear how she's come out of it. 2020 was a year where I was set to go on my first national tour. It was going to be very exciting. When it was all cancelled, bit by bit, I remember the Canberra Comedy Festival cancelled first, then there was Melbourne cancelled, and I just saw it all fall apart and had to find a way to just bleed off some airspeed, I think, and find a way to slow down and find a way to channel some creative and other energies so that I could keep myself uh, engaged, hopeful, (laughs) feeling like there's some kind of future. (laughs) Strangely, when COVID hit, I really quite relished the opportunity to be at home with my family, to be the one to forge out into the uh, supermarket and bring it home like some kind of valiant soldier. (laughs) I felt like quite a useful human being as opposed to a comedian. We are lucky here in that we have access to green spaces. I took the opportunity every day to go for very long walks in uh, in nature parks. Um, And there's a big hill up the back of our place and I just wandered around it and listened to um, depressing music and sang out loud. Uh, I love to do that. You know, there's nothing I like more than a friggin' sad song. God, I love them. And just singing really loudly in the car or on a walk until you, you see people and then you get embarrassed. I think I am destined to have a voice in my head for the rest of my life that would tell me you're a bit of a fraud, you're not as good as you probably think you are, or, you know, just just this little critical voice. The way I am managing that, uh, because I don't want to be stopped, um, and I am quite ambitious with comedy, and I, I do want to have a fulfilled life and a creative life. I, I see a psychologist, uh, I learn how to show self-compassion, And it is a very difficult thing to learn self-compassion. But if you have compassion for yourself, you are more able to show compassion for others. And if you judge yourself less harshly, you're able to judge others less harshly. And it just makes for a more successful life emotionally. I don't think good mental health is something that necessarily comes naturally to us all. Certainly not to me. Uh, so I've had a couple of episodes that that, that have um, led me down the path of seeing psychologists. Firstly, I got postnatal depression very badly when I had my first child and it continued undiagnosed until my second child was nine months old. So I had it for about three years before I was diagnosed. I reached a point where I just couldn't continue in this exhausted, angry, frustrated and sad state that I had uh, when I had little babies. I have a brilliant GP. He's like a guru. He diagnosed me and sent me on the path to medication for a time and then and counselling um, psychologist. I remember a time when I had the postnatal depression. The turning point for me was my mother-in-law, Ginny, who was a nurse, Um, just asked me, quite without judgment, are you okay? And I finally was able to say, actually, absolutely not. And that was all it took, and I don't know why it took 
so long for me. It took me three years. I did have one friend try and say to me, I think you've got postnatal depression. And I remember getting really cross with her and just saying, what the hell would you know? You don't have kids. It's just really hard, okay? And I remember I lost that friend. I was just so grateful that my mother-in-law was so compassionate. If you could just find someone to tell the truth to, it might open up a little window for you that you can escape. When I went full-time in comedy, it was after a pretty dark period where I just felt like it wasn't going to go anywhere. I had been doing all the things. I wasn't drinking. I was I was sleeping well. I was using all the strategies I'd been taught to try and look after myself, but I just felt, I felt so sad and depressed. I didn't want to get out of bed. And I guess seeing a psychologist um, was, I reached out to a psychologist at that point, and that was probably about the end of 2018, because I couldn't, I didn't know why I was still so sad. It involved, you know, digging deep and looking at my patterns of behavior, what, what thought processes I use, how I see the world and how that's not necessarily the, the only way to see the world and how that can be, you can stop and check that and, and question that and change that. I have a few strategies. I guess I stop and when I'm feeling very anxious or self-critical, I'll just try and stop and take a moment to have a look at that emotion and ask myself, why am I feeling that way? What evidence do I have for that being true? You know, am I really running from a saber-toothed tiger in a cave? You know, is it really, am I really under threat here or is this just my negative self-talk and what can I do about that? I do a meditation app called Waking Up. It is quite extraordinary to learn about consciousness and I don't know about it yet. Like I've only done it for a year or so and I really don't know what I'm talking about, but I listen to him and I try and at least remember one thing he says. And quite often it involves just could you take a moment and realise that you are nothing but a speck in the universe. Whilst that might sound a bit depressing, it's actually quite liberating because you can stop thinking that you're the centre of the universe because you're simply not. All of us think we are until we realise we're not. Whilst it might make it sound like you're meaningless, that's not true. It is meaningful, but you're not, it doesn't have to be all about you. And in fact, when you stop making it all about you, that's probably when the good things start. I've started going to the gymnasium and lifting weights, which is crazily good. I have a lovely gentleman who trains me and he's very helpful. Thank you, Greg. Uh, also, I love being on stage. I love writing comedy. I like making people laugh if I can. I like seeing family. I like cooking for family, making new recipes. Um, I love a big, long bubble bath or even just an oily bath. I understand that hot water is good also for relieving anxiety. Certainly carbs. Uh, I do love a chip. That will help. <laughs> It's not all good for you. Uh, I used to like drinking, but I don't like that anymore. What I like now is not drinking. I stopped drinking in, uh, on New Year's Eve last year, and I thought I'd just do it for a bit to support a friend who was doing it for the year. I took a year off in 2017 from drinking, and it was seriously one of the best years I've had in my life. It is such a relief not to drink. You wake up without the level of anxiety and self-doubt and loathing. 
So yeah, not drinking has been one of the best things I've ever done for my mental health. I'm not guaranteeing it'll last forever, but my aim eventually is to give that stuff up forever. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 